afternoon. I am Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting. This is week six of the NFL recap. <clears throat> this week was filled with a lot of action, exciting moments, just like the NFL is supposed to be. Um, uh, today I'm followed by Nick, special guest, Mr. Ruvolo, Tristan Martinez, Nick, Sean, <clears throat> and this is my cast for today. <clears throat> As we like to say, we um, we always like to start with the New York teams. Uh, first team we're going to talk about. Surprising team, actually. The New York Jets. Um, second place in their division. Uh, they played the Packers. The Packers, the week prior, lost to a New York team. So, got the chance a little revenge. And, well, they were the worst team that day, I would like to say. In all aspects, offensively, defensively, and special teams. Um, special teams are, like, the Jets are known for being one of the worst. And they somehow were better than the Packers that day. Um, not much to say here. Zach Wilson, 3-0 in NFL this year. Um, <clears throat> Brees Hall had an amazing game. That draft pick right there is becoming really uh, important. And Sauce Gardner, again, really good for the team. And um, this Jets team, as I mentioned earlier, second place in their division, AFC East. Will they win it? Probably not. I don't have them winning against the Bills, but they're... I think third or fourth seed in the AFC right now. Yeah, I think the Jets have been having a really good season, uh, especially after last year. Um, and I think uh, Zach Wilson <coughs> is definitely their guy. He's their quarterback of the future. I mean, yeah, the Jets have been surprising the past few weeks. I mean, you know, having a winning record, first of all, and, um, you know, surprising performances and very strong by Brees Hall um, and uh, the rookie linebacker, uh, Quinn and Williams. Uh, but yeah, it's a surprising, uh, surprising win, especially against the Packers. Yeah, I was I was sad to see the Packers lose this one. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is just not performing very good this year, um, and I was hoping to see Aaron Rodgers be good this year, this season. Um, I think he's gonna step it up these next couple games and show the Packers what team they are. I honestly think that Rod. Honestly, I thought the Packers were gonna win after the win after the loss against the Giants because I thought like that motive that um hangover would actually f motivate Rodgers, but then it ended up going downhill. The Jets actually are probably gonna be one of the teams cut similar to how the Bengals were last year, where they actually shocked everyone, and I think and I think it, they're really gonna have a really much better season than like many than like the past they had well just from looking at the perspective of the Packers I think definitely one of the uh, at least highlights of one of the things that I would say needs to be improved is definitely the defensive line coming out of it I think everybody saw it the Jets were running a very similar play throughout it where they were just pushing through the center and the Packers defensive line just crumbled right there and from looking at Rodgers' past plays, I'm sure some people might know, some people might not, or this might just be my personal perspective. When he's under a lot of pressure and when he notices that the defense is crumbling, he really doesn't do a lot of impressive throws. Mm -hmm. And so you also see that too. And I think definitely as a Packers fan, one of the worst things I've ever seen was that interception of the field goal kick. I think it was in the second, second. quarter. It was in the second yeah. quarter. Mm -hmm. Oh, that really hurt. That really hurt right there. Yeah. 
and they had the block punt earlier. And yeah, interesting to mention here. Um, again, Rodgers has just been subpar, and we understand he lost DeAndre. I mean, Devontae Adams. And part of that, you know, Rodgers always had a tendency to uh, throw checkdowns and short passes. But prior years with Devontae Adams, he would go deep every once in a while. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he lost both of those. And now we're not seeing those big chunk yardages. So in your offense, when you take away 15-plus gains, 20-plus gains, your offensive production is lower. And the amount of time it takes you to score gets higher. Um, both teams were really bad third down wise, and um, I just want to mention the Packers did lose Randall Cobb that game, so one of their receivers has to really step up here. Um, the next New York team I'm going to talk about, the New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen, they are five and one, officially better than the Cowboys, second place in the NFC East. Um, now this game right here, I think this solidified it for me, at least. Um, as a Bills fan, I strongly dislike Brian Dable for his um, inconsistency last year as the offensive coordinator of the Bills, especially with that offense and that receiving core. However, I think he's better as a head coach, being the leader of you know, a group of teams. I want to say again, Saquon Barkley came up clutch and big whenever the Giants needed to. And the Giants, they just stuck in the whole game. And then their defense, late fourth quarter, forced, uh, forced a fumble turnover. And just solidified the game from there. And Lamar Jackson was not great once again. Not, I mean, not much to say here. Ravens should have had more points up on the board. I have a lot to talk about this game. I really enjoyed this game. And I honestly went for the... I honestly got to give props to Saquon for that big play that he did when he literally rushed in the ball, jumped over some of the, jumped into the end zone and ended up getting the Giants that early lead. I got to say that I feel like that this year the Ravens are literally going to be that team that always choke because of the fact you're looking at the past few games that the Ravens had that they should have won, but they literally choked the lead. And I'm, I'm honestly surprised that the Giants are five and one. They're also another team that are gonna shock every everyone. And honestly, I feel like Daniel Jones is really trying to to prove himself to stay in the league. Yeah, um, the Giants in going into the fourth quarter were down twenty ten. Um, I'm surprised they came back. This is another comeback win for the Giants, and this is gonna prove that with Saquon Barkley being healthy, this Giants team could be scary. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants, uh, as a Giants fan, this is amazing. I mean, 5-1 and one start, first, you know, the best start since 2009. And Saquon is really, really coming up clutch in these late, with these late touchdowns. Um, and, you know, our defense is looking great, too, with that very timely interception. But we got the dub. Yeah, and the Giants are looking really impressive, especially against the Ravens. You know, I previously, I think everybody previously thought that the Giants, uh, they were a fluke team and that they weren't going to win any more games that season. <laughs> yep. uh, but, I mean, they, they've been playing really good uh, football. I was watching the game in the late fourth, um, and the Ravens were uh, driving down the field, and Lamar Jackson fumbles. Uh, and the Giants uh, grab at that opportunity. They score a touchdown, take the lead. 
And then the Ravens go back on the field, and Lamar Jackson fumbles again. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson, he started off the season really strong, but now we're seeing him uh, not playing as great as he was. You know, now currently somewhere looking like Daniel Jones, you know, with all the fumbles. So, yeah. Has he secretly been cursed? Yeah. He might have been cursed with the like, MVP. It's just like, you know when there's top NFL QBs, and a lot of people want to put Jackson in that conversation. Now, I'm a lot biased because I get to, I have the privilege of watching a really good team and a really good quarterback, so most other quarterbacks I don't find as good. But I've never been a fan of Jackson. I really haven't. Listen, he does it to one guy. Here, here the stat line. Jackson completed 17 throws uh, against the Giants. Seven of them were to Andrews, and uh, DuVernay had one. Right? His main receiver course. He doesn't spread the ball around. He looks for one guy. And the Ravens' offense is static. It's the same thing. It's run, 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 third down, Andrews. Run, 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 third down, Andrews. And if not, they have a pass play. If nothing's open, they're going to scramble with Lamar. It gets old. It's not winning football. We've seen it time and time again. No, let him go, let him go. I got, I, I mean, I got no comment for the um, Giants at the moment. Uh, I mean, hearing them do good, uh, personally, for the friends that you know are Giants fans, it's great to hear them uh, actually pulling a few wins for themselves. And um, you know, it's definitely a team that I could keep looking into and I could keep seeing. I mean, their win score so far is pretty impressive, but I do notice that it's always by barely. Like you could see uh, just in their previous win when you look at the Packers, 27 to 22. Not too bad, but uh, same thing with the Bears, 12 to 20. Uh, but even going to their past wins too, with the Panthers and with the Titans and even the Jets too, it's it's only by like a few points. If yeah. one of those, you know, if yeah. one of them got a touchdown, that would be it. If the other opposing team got a touchdown, that'd be it. Even a field goal too. So, you know, it's it's definitely something to see that. They're they're getting wins, but it's honestly sometimes a make or break depending on how it goes. Yeah, it always goes down to a couple plays. Honestly, going to that by really points, you got they have to if you're gonna get a win when it barely like take the Giants Titans for example where they won by one point, mm -hmm. you have to they have to find a way to literally prevent that one team from scoring. I don't know if it's on the opposing team's fault, or if it's actually the Giants literally pulling off some really defensive plays, preventing that other team from scoring. Yeah, and we say that the Ravens are a rushing team, which they are, but the one thing they've really been struggling with over the past few years is actually finding their star running back. Um, they've been bouncing around, I mean, they had Le'Veon Bell there uh, last Mark year. Ingram Mark Ingram, a lot of different people. And uh, they brought in Kenyon Drake from the Raiders a few weeks ago. And uh, this week, he, he balled out. Um, you know, 10 carries, 119 rushing yards, and a touchdown. Um, you know, does anybody think that Kenyon Drake is going to be their new guy? I, I don't know. I mean, but Dobbins is just Dob came back from injury, too. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to utilize him. And they're gonna I mean, J.K. Dobbins, even, even against the Bills, the, Ra the Ravens came were actually playing really good. I think it's a little bit of a, the defense is is okay. It's good. They're fine with that. I think the, the main thing is just like either 
I just think the main thing that they have to improve on is if they once they have Dobbins, all they really have to do is all they really have to do is have Lamar spread the ball. And I think sometimes the head coach, which is known for um, failing the two point two point conversions as you saw last year, which which honestly, I gotta be honest. The Ravens really—they have to spread the ball more. Otherwise, otherwise they're not gonna get. They're gonna struggle. I think now they're like what second place in the AFC North. Yeah, they're behind the Bengals. Um, yeah, this um, this third game I want to talk about is the Thursday night game. Um, one thing I I, I want to mention. I'm officially three for three. On Thursday night predictions. Yes. Yes. And it is for a reason. I am not a fluke. <laughs> All right? He knows ball. Once is he a fluke. He knows ball. Three games are terrible. I don't Once or twice can be a fluke. Three times is for sure a habit. I gotta be honest. I have though. a habit of choosing winning teams. I have this winning sense. I sniff it in the air. I had this, I had this game going pretty lopsided. I was wrong, though. I had the commanders. They won 12-7 against the Bears. What I want to mention, uh, Wentz, I think this was really it for him. Um, 99 yards against a struggling Bears team. Uh, The rushing attack. I mean, listen, offense wasn't big in this game in in total. Let's be real. But listen, the Bears couldn't get anything going. Uh, it 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 was a really tough game. Towards the end, though, Washington had nine points in the fourth quarter. Three field goals. And uh, really sealed the deal there. But uh, that's really what I want to say. Uh, I do want to say, though, Justin Fields, how bad his stats are doesn't determine uh, how bad he's playing. Now, he does have times that um, he throws <clears throat> very uh, costly interceptions. But listen, late game, we see him sort of make a march and drive down the field. He gets a big rushing gain, 28 yards, to put him in the goal line. And then, none of his weavers could get open. He threw a ball to Darnell Mooney, I think it was. Yeah, Darnell Mooney, and he doesn't catch the ball. Uh, throws it to his tight end. Cole Komet doesn't catch the ball either. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's unfortunate for the, uh, the Bears. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I picked the Commanders winning this one. Uh, you know, I didn't think this was going to be, like, uh, last, <laughs> last Thursday night football uh, match. Uh, and while I had an accurate prediction, I think I'd like to talk about somebody who had maybe the listen, worst prediction. Listen, everybody uh, said, everybody said on thir- uh, before Thursday, everyone said last week that uh, everyone said last week that the Commanders were gonna win. Yeah, I said that Carson Wentz was gonna have a breakout game. Just I said don't Curtis even, Samuel don't was gonna even. have a game. Ninety-nine. Don't talk about that. Ninety-nine, 99 yards. Ninety-nine. Dude, Curtis Samuel. Legit almost on my fantasy team. And I thought if there was one game he was going to do good, it was that game. I got to be honest, though. That game, that game itself was pretty boring. but Because it's the Bears. Yeah, but I, it's one of those games. Nobody was going to pick the Bears to win that game. It's only because of the two teams that literally that you could look at that are literally mid compared to like the others. You can literally see how how the game, <laughs> two weeks in a row we have really boring bogus of Thursday night football games. Yeah, um this is a terrible game to watch in my opinion. I don't know why I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have just watched the highlights. Should have just watched the highlights. Um 
But now I think the Commanders are even more trouble with Carson Wentz being out four to six weeks. Um, the backup quarterback. Tyler Heineke? Tyler Heineke. I think he's not going to do anything. In my opinion, he, he's not going to do anything. He's probably going to do better than oh, Carson Wentz. Oh, oh, I mean, wait, wait. Can we also talk about? I, I mean, I saw this clip on social media, but like there was there was something like Carson Wentz blocking somebody. Oh, oh yeah, yeah like, I saw that. That was like for a, tank, a huge bro. rushing touchdown. Uh, by uh Brian Robinson. Yeah, he rushes the ball up in the goal line, and he runs right with him, and then just like trucks him. like pancakes, literally pancakes a kid. Uh, uh, like a defensive lineman, and I'm just like, what in the world am I watching? <laughs> Speaking of Brian Robinson, uh, Brian Robinson was before the season even started. He was shot in the leg uh, multiple times. Oh, yeah, it and was. it's crazy that he comes back, uh, and he is doing really good. Um, and I think the best clip I saw on social media was uh, Brian Robinson coming out of the tunnel with uh, Fifty Cent's uh, "Many Men." Playing over it, uh, which is a perfect song. It is a great it. song. Yeah, it was. It's uh, perfect. It was a great return. It was yes. a great return. Yeah. I gotta be honest though. The way the Bears are actually gonna improve, they have to. They have to give Justin Fields many more weapons. It's literally a fact because I think Justin Fields is sort of underrated. I think he could be a good quarterback o- over time. It's just the fact that they're not giving him any weapons. All he has really is David Montgomery and Donald Mooney. And he has like no no others, and the defense honestly got worse because you know the trade of, Khal- of Khalil Mack. Even though yeah, yeah, even though he's getting close to, I, in my opinion, getting close to retirement. But I gotta be honest though, they really they're not providing Justin Fields any weapons mm. because I because I feel like Justin Fields has potential. He, yeah. There are two ways that can happen. He either gets traded or he. They actually, or they gave him weapons. Um, okay. Now this next game is for the only New York team mm. in the league. Oh, Let's be real. My God. And the Buffalo Bills. Officially, ESPN's power ranked number one team. Ladies and gentlemen, they have defied all odds. They have faced. They're actually second, but okay. No, the they Eagles, are first. The all right. CBS does not count. CBS is <laughs> It is fake. There is no way. Uh, only New York team, by the way. Let's be real. Every yeah, other team true. is in New Jersey. <laughs> only New York team. Uh, you you live in New York State. The closest to you is Highmark Stadium than MetLife. It's just a fact. Um, anyways, Bills Chiefs, high, highly anticipated game. I love the game. Divisional. Listen, divisional round. I think my main takeaway here, look, my main takeaway here was what we saw in the divisional round was that the Bills, and Josh Allen in particularly, had to play perfect to beat the Chiefs. I gotta be honest. What I saw Sunday night, what I saw Sunday night, was that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs had to play perfect to beat the Bills. You gotta be honest, though. This in is the depth league. chart, wait, hold on. In the depth chart, on paper, maybe years prior, the Chiefs were the better team. This year, though, that's not the case. And as I said, Ken Dorsey, our new offensive coordinator, something Brian Dable couldn't do, he opened up Stephon Diggs that game. Stephon Diggs had 10 receptions for 148 yards. Right? Let's be real. Dable could not do that, especially against the Chiefs. As I mentioned, uh, a lot of turnovers this game, actually. Uh, Two picks for Mahomes and a fumble for the Bills. 
But again, same here. The Chiefs had to play near perfect to beat the Bills, and they couldn't do it. They ultimately couldn't do it. Taron Johnson saved the game, uh, Buffalo legend. And uh, Josh Allen, once again, solidifying himself as the best QB in the league. 329 yards, three TDs, no picks. Uh, great completion percentage. Our rushing attack was there. Davis again came up big. Dawson Knox, uh, fantastic that game. All positives. This is not the, the, like, to me, this is not the defining factor. This might be our divisional round, and uh, in the playoffs, they're probably going to meet soon. Let's be real, but um, this is a great game. So, um, yeah, uh, another fantastic performance by Josh Allen. Still think he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, definitely. Uh, and, you know, we can't take away, you know, of course, Dawson Knox with a beautiful a beautiful catch with one minute to go. Mm-hmm. And they rallied in this AFC rematch. And, uh, yeah, I think it was a great game. Really great game. Bills are looking good. Yep. Yeah, and Josh Allen, you know, another incredible game for his incredible, uh, incredible season so far. Definitely the second best quarter in the, uh, sort of quarterback in the league. Uh, second to the one and only Bailey Zappi, uh, who we will get into later. Trust me, I will make us get into that. But, yeah, an all-around good game for the Bills. Uh, Diggs with a- another incredible game. And Allen is really blessed at the wide receiver position uh, here. Uh, and on the flip side, the Chiefs. The Chiefs had a pretty good game, too. Um, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes, two interceptions. Uh, Mahomes is still a good quarterback. I mean, the Buffalo defense is it, it's tough. It's rough. Uh, but uh, And uh, listen, Bills have a bye week, but they have officially dropped um, some scrub that I've never heard of in my entire life. That's what was the game last year. Which means that opens a spot for Tredavious White. Which means his team only gets better. And uh, again, the Diggs having a big game. That is a production of Ken Dorsey, ladies and gentlemen. Stefan Diggs had a quiet year last year. He was not as good. He was good against teams like the Jets and the Dolphins. But against good teams, he was not good. This year against good teams, he's even better than he um, than he's against bad teams. And that is Ken Dorsey. That starts with Ken Dorsey and Sean McDermott. I gotta be honest, though. As a Chiefs fan, I am a, a little sour that the Bills won. But then again, this is, like, the one part of a rematch without Tyreek. But even if, like, we were still fine. But then, like, if it comes to the playoffs, I feel like that, like, Kansas City would play a lot better than they already did in the regular season. I was terrified to, when I saw that in week five. I was like, oh, dang. Because... Mm-hmm. It's the regular season, most of the time, when it comes to that. <laughs> I, it's not as clutch compared to, compared to the playoffs. Uh, I mean, we saw it last year, did we? Yeah. Um, I want to say the acquisition of Vaughn Miller has paid off. Allen only got sacked once. Mahomes got sacked three times. Two of those sacks were on Vaughn Miller. And on, and on the Chiefs' last offensive play... When Mahomes is rolling out right, you know who's chasing him? Number 40, Vaughn Miller. <laughs> Makes him. Listen, you have to get the, uh, you have to get rid of that ball quickly. Taron Johnson cuts in, intercepts the ball. It was a great game, though. Vaughn Miller. Um, I mean, this next game I want to talk about, Hootay Nation. Hootay. Bengals versus Saints. Uh, I'm really... This was a big game, you know. I expected Burrow and Chase to go off back at home in Louisiana from LSU. And uh, they did. 
Uh, Burrow threw for 300 yards once again. I think third week in a row. Three TDs, no interceptions. Uh, Chase had a great, uh, great day. And uh, I think neutralizing Taysom Hill, uh, he was pretty much non-existent all game, uh, really helped the Bengals persevere and win this game. However, I do want to say, I do want to mention, the Saints put up 26 points on the Bengals' head uh, without Taysom Hill being productive. So either their offense is that legit or the Bengals' defense this year has just not been better. Yeah, I, I, there's just, I, not something about it. Um, but yeah, we see Chase have a big game, two TDs, and uh, Boyd and Higgins, which ultimately is really going to be their... Um, it's going to be their strong suits, their wide receiver core. And, uh, again, we see Joe Burrow. He got sacked three times. But, you know, it's a little more on the left side of things. He still was able to march down the field and get stuff done. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Saints are a bad team. I just think the Bengals played better. Um, I think Joe Burrow had an amazing game. A couple good games in a row. Um, I think the Bengals are... Coming to be back, whoa! <laughs> they're gonna be good as last year. Yeah. They're starting to come back. You yeah. know, their first couple of losses, they were like, okay, we need to step it up. Time Joe Burrow has stepped up. Chase and Mixon has all yeah. stepped up. Had big games. Yeah. So um, this is definitely Joe Burrow's best game of the season so far. I mean, you know, three touchdowns. And A rushing touchdown. Rushing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, and they, uh, the Bengals look strong against the Saints. I mean, I don't. I mean, the Saints' offense might be legit this season. Um, you know, again, maybe maybe the Bengals' offense. I mean, uh, sorry, defense isn't that great after all. But I mean, it could. You know, Jamar Chase had a big game, seven catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. I mean. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Bengals' offense again. We know that's that's the best part of their team, but you know, maybe maybe they have to step it up on defense. I gotta be honest. I feel like the duo of Bo Chase is actually back now. I also going a little off topic. I actually love the dang new uniforms they got. The the clean oh, the snow. Yeah, the all white. That is literally sick. I gotta say. But going to the game, honestly, I, the Bengals were really, actually, they really stepped up. I, that's all I got to say. It, I was, I can't be disappointed at them, even after, even after, cause even after the Super Bowl hangovers that we were, that the Bengals were having. But the, I got to be honest, they really are showing that they're going to pot- most likely win that division again. And that they're going to come back. They're going to come back to the playoffs. They yeah. are uh, tied for first here. And I do want to say with Burrow stepping up, he threw 76% completion that game. Uh, yeah, and another good win from the Bengals. I think, you know, uh, the Bengals had a rough start to the season, but I think they really are getting back into form. Um, you know, starting to use Jamar Chase more, um, who is one of the top receivers in the league. I think everybody can say that. Yep. Uh, but I knew I returned to form for the Bengals, and you know, for what it's worth, I think the Saints had a pretty good game too. 
uh, you know, after Famous Jameis went down uh, a few weeks ago, Andy Dalton had to take over. Uh, so it's, you know, I don't know uh, if the Saints are even going to get to get to the wild card. I, I don't really think they're even going to make the playoffs. I think their season's already over, to be honest. Jameis was the only uh, hope that they had. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was an entertaining game. Good game all around. All right. Uh, yeah. This uh, next game I want to talk about, kind of disappointing on my end, Jaguars and Colts. Um, now, as the firm believer of Trevor Lawrence that I am, you know, seeing him lose three games in a row has now saddened me and also deeply disappointed me. Uh, in every one of those games, we've seen a conquering trend that the Jaguars have no red zone offense. They are 28th in the league. They can't convert in the in, in the red zone. And what happens with them is they throw interceptions and they fumble the ball, which is ultimately, it's like, it's really bad. Listen, Trevor Lawrence, 20 for 22, but only 165 yards against a bad Colts team. I mean, we got to be honest, this team is kind of horrible. Their receiving core looked amazing first three or four weeks, and now they're just, Lackluster, you know, 42 yards. I Jones, I've never even heard of this kid, uh, was their leading receiver. And, um, you know, it starts. The rushing game also had nothing. I do want to give major props to uh, Matt Ryan, though. 389 yards, three TDs. And uh, he, had a late, uh, he had a late quarter drive and uh, threw that touchdown to Campbell. Really sealed the deal there. Uh, it was a great it was it was a great win for the Colts, but ultimately I think the Jaguars are better than this. Yeah, um, seeing Trevor Lawrence get this loss is very disappointing, um, and he's not even that bad of a quarterback. Yeah. He's um, the Colts another game without Jonathan Taylor, um, and they won a game. Um, Matt Ryan, three hundred ninety yards, almost four hundred yards. That's pretty impressive. Um, I think the Colts are just not that great, but they can't be very bad. There's games where they're going to win. There's games when they're going to lose. And this was a game that they had to step up. Um, but the Jaguars, I mean, I'm hoping they step up. Seeing Trevor Lawrence on this losing streak is not great. Um, hopefully they turn it around next week. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, look, I, I guess two boring teams again. I mean, the Colts, uh, you know, Matt Ryan and this rookie, uh, Alec Pierce. Uh, they hooked up with 17 seconds winning uh, to get the game-winning touchdown. Um, Jonathan Taylor missed the game due to an injury, which was a big loss, uh, obviously. Um, but other than that, I mean, Matt Ryan, he's old. Um, you know how, how old quarterbacks do in this league, so... <laughs> We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe, uh, maybe he'll just be better than um, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, or Wilson. I gotta be honest, though. I really wanted the Jaguars like sweep the Colts because of the fact that it was the big trend that like the Jaguars like always beat the Colts. But I honestly feel like. The reason, the big reason why um, the Colts won, even without Jonathan Taylor, 
was gonna say how many division games they had in like six weeks. They had like four division games in six weeks. Of course, rough start against the Texans. They had. They, I'm pretty sure they. Well, they lost to the Titans. Yeah, they're in a three-game lose streak. And then, and then they lost to the Jaguars as well. But then they actually bumped it up and bounced back when it comes to division games. But I gotta ask, why the heck is there four division games in six weeks? You expect like division games to be like I don't know, more spread apart, for the, spread yeah. apart like that. Uh, all right. Uh, this next. Oh. Yeah, um, Matt Ryan had a pretty incredible game, I'm not going to lie. You know, and I think he's really holding the Colts together. Um, You know, just barely getting a win there against the Jaguars. Um, And Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, while his completion percentage was really good, 20 for 22, you know, the passing yards really aren't all that. Um, You know, Trevor Lawrence really isn't one of the top quarterbacks in the league. I don't know. Yeah. I know we were very high on him here, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence definitely has the capacity to be a really good quarterback. It's just not going to happen on the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that receiver core is kind of in shambles right now. Now, uh, Nick, uh, this next game's for you. This next game we're going to cover the Patriots and the Browns. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this is safe to say this is uh, Jacoby Brissett's First bad game of the season, in my opinion. Two picks. Uh, rushing attack ultimately wasn't there. They rushed for 70 total yards. Uh, Amari Cooper was neutralized. He got that one touchdown, but it was in garbage time when the game was already over. Receivers, not really there. And uh, Bailey Zappi is, I think, now 2-0 and in the 2022 <laughs> season. Tom Brady. Yeah, what is up with the <laughs> the Patriots and the rookie quarterbacks? I mean, we've seen it again last year with Mac Jones. They don't even have Damian Harris, and they're winning too. Um, I think my main takeaway here, as I always say with this Pats team, is uh, their defense keeps them in games. Uh, I- last year, they made the wild card strictly because of their defense. You know, McCourty and Judon and all those guys. And... Uh, now, you know, again, their defense holding up to 15 points, allowing Brissett to give you two picks, uh, it really results to points. And uh, second-half performance by Bailey Zappi was amazing. Yeah, when Matt Jones went down a few weeks ago, it was really sad because I thought, you know, season's over before it really even started. Uh, but in comes Bailey Zappatron 9000 <laughs> <laughs> to, save the, to save the season. You know, with... <laughs> Incredible performance over the past few weeks. Um, 309 passing yards, two touchdowns. One of the best performances of the week. I mean, obviously a top five quarterback uh, uh, of the season. Up there with Cooper Rush. Whoa. But <laughs> Whoa. If you're yeah, talking about but, backups, but then maybe. Ramondre Stevenson um, also had a pretty good game. Uh, you know, uh, didn't get over 100 rushing yards, but he had two rushing touchdowns. You know, and I think we have a really good rushing core. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm, I might be a little biased. I mean, obviously. No, I mean, I think but it's safe to say. I, you know, with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson is a big guy. Honestly, he he is he is our strong running back. Well, Damian Harris is just the fast guy that we put on 70 yard rushes. It's incredible. We have a really good rushing core, and you know, I think the Patriots have a really slept on receiving core too. 
I think we have a lot of weapons there that people really underestimate. Devontae Parker, a good wide receiver. We just haven't gotten the opportunity to really use him yet. Uh, but you also have people like uh, John Smith, Hunter Henry, Jacoby Myers, you know, the rookie Tyquan Thornton coming back out of injury. And injury. Kendrick Bourne, too. We're incredible. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> whoa, whoa man. Like, so, this is going to be flashbacks to when Randy Moss was on the team. Okay, hold oh, yeah. on. Oh, Randy Moss and Wes Walker. This is the greatest team of all time. All right, all right, all right, all right. Listen, Nick, we obviously right. know you're living in nostalgia. <laughs> and uh, reality is reality. Uh, this team is still third place in the AFC. <laughs> Fourth. Third. Third. I thought they were fourth. No, no they're third. third. The Dolphins are now last. Uh, oh, obviously third. a fake statistic. <laughs> 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 okay, let, let's go back. Let's go back to Alright, let's okay. go. Yeah, I mean the Patriots played a great game. Um I wanna talk about Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb had a really good game. Um but I think I feel bad for him on this team. I mean the Browns I don't I don't think are gonna be good this year. I was hoping they would be good, but um, maybe if Nick Chubb tends to like do better. I mean, he had a good game, 70 yards, pretty impressive. Um, but overall, I mean, it's sad to see the Browns losing against the Patriots. It's yeah, I mean, this is definitely a game they should win, especially you know on paper with the especially with the Patriots injuries. It's just, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Patriots again. Billy Zapp having another good game, two and zero. Um, but we still have to talk about uh, the man behind everything, Bill Belichick, with yeah. his 324th uh, win, and he ties for second place for the most coach wins of all time. Something to talk about. Now, going back to the division of the Patriots, they're actually last, but they're tied for third place with the Dolphins. And again, let's be real, like, I feel like... Going, if you want to go back to the, if you're trying to say that the Patriots, that I think they're sort of underlooked, but compared to like very, very amazing teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, even. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly looking at it, and all I'm seeing are W's for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys do face the Bills twice. Don't get ahead of yes. you. Oh, two don't W's. Two L's. Too easy. Too easy. We had that incredible win against the Buffalo Bills last year. All right, all right. Yeah, last year was the regular season. Did you see the playoffs? That was incredible. All right, uh... Okay. This is now two wins in a row for Nick. Uh, this next game we're going to cover is the Buccaneers and the Steelers. I'm Ladies. so disappointed. Dude. I am so disappointed. I really wanted Pittsburgh to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we are seeing the end glory days for Tom Brady. Um, earlier in the season, he had problems passing the football. and He recaps week four and five, throwing for 300-plus yards. And then he does it again, notoriously. 243 yards against a Steelers defense that got killed the week prior. I mean, they got 38 put up on their head. Um, I think prior to that game, the only team that didn't score more than 30 on them were the Bengals. So, if we're being real now, you know, this offense, it, it's, it's not looking good. And listen, you have Godwin and Evans healthy now. There's no excuse. Fournette's there. You have all your weapons. They didn't have a rushing attack. I mean, even Kenny Pickett went down. They had to throw in Mitchell Trubisky. He was clutch, though. Um, you know, 
they're just like and like they're I don't know what's wrong with the Bucks this year. And again, I think this all starts with Tom Brady. And you know, on paper they have their talent and their receiving core and their offensive line. I think it's just the end of you know, this is the glory days for Tom Brady. We're gonna look back at this as the end. Yeah, and Kenny Pickett threw his first uh, NFL passing touchdown uh, this game. But unfortunately, I think he got injured. Yeah. I, don't know. I wasn't watching the game. Uh, Out uh, season. But, um, yeah, and they put in, you know, famous MVP, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, that means uh, that he was the Nickelodeon most valuable player <laughs> back in the playoff game against the Bears uh, two years ago. Um, but, yeah, I... I I really like Mitchell Trubisky. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I think he is a really good quarterback, and I think he's much better than Kenny Pickett, um, you know, the unproven rookie. <laughs> but it was a real, it was a good game for the Steelers. Definitely, uh, you know, a big upset for them. Uh, you know, Claypool, who is their, uh, I-, I think Claypool is probably their best receiver, um, and he had a really good game. Now I think Pickens, Pickens has a shot of being their best receiver. But he's got to do a little bit more than he's doing already. Forgot about Deontay Johnson? Uh, yeah, Mr. Can't Catch. <laughs> wow, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's sad to see the Buccaneers lose to the Steelers after what the Steelers are doing this season. It's yeah, I mean, it's nothing. Um, Mike Evans, I want to talk about. He didn't have that great of a game. Um, and I was hoping to see him go off these last couple of games. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at last year, he was doing... He's one of the best wide receivers on that team. Good red zone threat, too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Fournette had a pretty good game, 101 yards. But other than that, there was, there was really no offense against the Steelers team. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, Tom Brady. Not looking good. Showing his old age again. And uh, it looks like it's the end of an era. Um, what I think, you know, definitely... <laughs> the old line needs to step up. They're not protecting Brady as much as they should, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, surprising, surprising win. I mean, you know, Kenny Pickens and um, Claypool, two pretty good games. And uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah. All right. Uh, now this uh, this next game is a huge W for me, only for the sole purpose that I hate Miami Dolphins fans. <laughs> And uh, they went down against Minnesota. Uh, so congratulations, you lost another football game. Uh, no Skyler Thompson started off the game. And uh, lucky for you, Miami quarterback. You know, they just can't stay healthy. And Mr. Teddy Bridgewater comes back in the game. And, you know, playing in Miami, you know, you have this glaring hope, which I have no idea why you even have. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Two TDs and only threw for 175 yards. That is a result of Justin Jefferson allowing him to march down in the field. Thielen, touchdown pass. Irv Smith Jr., another touchdown pass. The Vikings are now 5-1, and one, ladies and gentlemen. And um, in my top five teams, they're number four. Uh, this team is legit 5-1. Uh, and one. The record is not a fluke. The one game they lost to was against the Eagles. So got to give them some props there. I think the defense ultimately, you know, it was it was huge here. The offense they had less total yards than the Dolphins, uh, rushing wise and passing wise. So, you know, you look at this team; it's really just a defense. You know, the two interceptions by 
Teddy Bridgewater won by Harrison Smith, of course, and Pat Pete, their veterans, really stepping up, huging up into this role. The Vikings are really good this year, and uh, have to be on the lookout for them. Yeah, I mean, seeing Justin Jefferson in these past couple games, being back to himself is really good for this Vikings team. Kirk Cousins, another good game. Um, this Miami team is just, their quarterbacks cannot stay healthy. Um, although, if Tua does come back this season, I don't think there's going to be much of a difference. He's coming back next week. Next, next Oh, wow. That's earlier than I expected. I, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think there's going to be much of a difference. That team is still... It's just a fact. Yeah, no, that team is not. There's nothing... Besides Tyree Kill, there's really nothing that goes on. I mean, Tua did not get... Wasn't really fully cleared when he was playing against... I think it was against the Bills. The Bengals. Bengals. He wasn't yeah, he should cleared. have never been cleared. He was and, yeah, he but got the, fired. then, like, and then, like, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on yeah. with them. But honestly, I hate the Dolphins too. Yeah, um, I don't really have to talk that much about the Vikings. Vikings are a really good team. Everybody knows that. Um, but uh, on the topic of Tua, uh, I don't really think Tua should come back. I'm gonna be honest. Tua's had serious. It looks like serious brain damage. Um, it, it really, it would be really bad if he comes back. Um, and I think the NFL definitely would have to come into question if they allow him to play a snap of football. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, seriously. You're going to, like, almost murder a kid. Okay. All right. Uh, this uh, next game. Um, one of the highlights of the game, Sunday night prime time, of course, overshadowed by the Bills and Chiefs, but it's a little good game. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles. And a reoccurring trend, as it was Jacoby Brissett's worst game, this was Cooper Rush's first game. I think in this scenario, Cooper Rush looked like Cooper Rush. Three picks, uh, 181 yards. I mean, nothing else to, uh, no, nothing much to say here other than the Eagles looked like the better team and acted like the better team. Dominated them in all sides of the ball. Uh, and, you know, it's just simply the big plays. Uh, Hurts, two TDs. Sanders, one big TD. Uh, Brown and Devonta Smith, they're big receivers. Uh, the Eagles, another team being legit this year, and I think we've seen time and time again that no matter how good the Cowboys' defense is going to be, if Cooper Rush throws three picks, you know, you're not going to win that game. And uh, the one thing that was scaring me previous years was the rushing. Uh, and again, not having a uh, hundred plus rush games, you know, and you lo and you lose. And the Cowboys are usually known for running the ball historically and in this era, and they just can't get it done. Uh, but Cowboys fans should keep their head high, though. You know, it's not it's not the end for them. Yeah, no. Seeing this Cooper Rush, not a very good game. Um, I mean, that just means the Eagles' defense is one of the best defense. Yeah, they have. The best defense. Um, no, absolutely. I think so. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, and it could be number two behind the Bills. No, they're three. The Niners. No. Yes. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. The Niners? Eagles are. De I don't know why I said Eagles first. They're, they're not first. I mean, they can be. I think rankings wise. Rankings wise, they were third last year. I mean, last week. Yeah. But the Niners lost. So, we'll um, yeah, no, this Jalen Hurts, another good game. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't keep the hopes high for the Cowboys. They're not going to win every game. 
um, especially with their backup Cooper Rush as the starting quarterback. Um, but I think, hopefully, as a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping we turn these next couple weeks into a W. Um, if not, then there is always a decision whether or not you want to start Dak Prescott or Cooper Rush. If the Cowboys won on Sunday, I would choose Cooper Rush because of how he's playing. But now it's a 50-50 chance of whether or not you want to start Dak or Cooper Rush. Yeah, man, I think I think the real way to do it is to start Cooper Rush for the game. You know, I think uh, Coop, Coop is uh, still a pretty good quarterback. Um, but I'd, th- I'd say start him for the game. If he's having a good game, keep him in. Or if he's not having a good game, like, uh, you know, against the Eagles, uh, start Dak Prescott. Or not start, but sub Dak Prescott. And, I mean, they're facing the Lions next week, so their offense shouldn't really have a problem. Even if they are struggling, I mean, it's the Lions defense. They're mm-hmm. kind of atrocious. I mean, if, if you're going to look at the Lions, I mean, just – See how competitive they were in the first few weeks, even even in the game they lost. But going back to the game of Cowboys and the, of the Eagles Cowboys, AJ Brown, I gotta say, really impressed me. Like late game, I gotta say though, cause the fact that he caught makes the casual catch, but then he the rushing he did in order to get into the end zone, I think what gave them the twenty six points is really what got me screaming. That really had me screaming, but I I also was laughing at one point because I feel like the Eagles were playing around with the Cowboys when they did a fumble, but they actually recovered it too. Slate was a damn beast as well, and we all know that Devontae Smith was a beast as well. Yeah, no, I, I mean the Eagles' defense right now it's really good. It's a result. I mean they've locked up Justin Jefferson almost every week. They've played their wide receivers. Uh, the main wide receiver has just been, you know, non-existent. This next game I want to talk about, uh, we spoke about them earlier, uh, the Niners and the Falcons, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number one defense coming into the game, the Niners had uh, power ranking-wise. Now, obviously, we all know that's Buffalo's spot. Two years in straight, it's going to be three. But um, nothing much to say here other than, dude, I think the Falcons might actually be it this year. Uh they're three and three. They're tied in first place in the division with the Bucks, and they lost to the Bucks the previous week. If it wasn't for that roughing the passer call, that was you know blatant. You know that was a bad call. You know it, it really should not have been roughing the passer. They could have won that game. You know nothing is said and done. They still could have threw a pick or fumbled. Who knows? But Mariota, thirteen for fourteen, one twenty nine yards and two TDs. I want to say fantasy owners. Kyle Pitts finally got his first touchdown which was uh, great to see. And honestly, Falcons are well coached. I like their new coach. And uh, their rookies coming up big, Allegier and Drake London, coming up big for this uh, this team. Jimmy G, though, with the two turnovers, the two interceptions, uh, not much. Like, he played really good in the first half, you know. Especially that second quarter, putting up 14 uh, flat. And then... You know, Ayuk had a great game, and then he just looked like Jimmy G all over again. Yeah, no, this 49ers team, a very disappointing loss. Um, I'm hoping 49ers, I thought they were going to be good this year. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo had a good game, in my opinion. Um, I think he's their best quarterback option as of right now. 
But uh, Debo Samuel didn't have that great of a game, in my opinion. Uh, George Kittle had an okay game. But this 49ers def uh, offense isn't looking as great as how they went last year. Yeah. And, the um, rush and that starts with the rushing attack. And then the Falcons, it's I'm surprised at what they're doing. Um, hopefully if they keep it up, they could go far, but yeah. Yeah, and I think the Falcons can go far. Uh, you know, last year during sports, sports broadcasting, we were actually recording when the news broke of him being signed to the Falcons. Um, and I thought that he was going to have a great season, and the season has been pretty good so far. I think Mariota, um, you know, watching him uh, in the few games he played as a backup in Oakland, or what is now Vegas, I don't know, really confused with that team, uh, but yeah, I think he is a pretty good quarterback, I'm going to be honest, that's my hot take, I, I really like Mariota. And it's been really clutch. Yeah, um, this game, uh, this, this was definitely an upset. I mean, this was a winnable game by the 49ers, but the main reason for this game was definitely turnovers. Um, it played a big part in the 49ers basically throwing this game away. Yeah. No pun intended. Now, I gotta be honest, though. I'm, I'm not, I have no hope for the 49ers, to be honest. Even, even though... I'm not trying to be biased here, because as a Chiefs fan, I actually want to see that game, that Super Bowl 54 all over again next week. But if I was to like say, if I was to drift away from the Chiefs, I'd still say that the Niners aren't looking aren't looking so good unless they bounce back. Because if they bounce back, which I think, which I honestly have no no hope for yeah. them. Yeah. But like going into the next games. They play the Chiefs next week, and then they play the and then they play the, the divisional rival that they always bully. But I gotta be honest, the Niners—they're like one of the teams that could possibly, just possibly, win the division. All right, uh, this next game, Monday Night Football, Broncos and Chargers, ladies and gentlemen, Broncos country, let's ride, yes or no? No. For the second week in a row, we are not riding with the Broncos. Ladies and gentlemen, the Broncos had 13 points in the first half. Russ was 10 for 10. He was I cooking. thought, yeah. <laughs> I was. thought for sure. He was pretty good. You know, he was dangerously good in that first half. But, and, then, uh, but then they did. In the second half, he was, I mean, this was also part of the coaching where. Um, they're rushing the ball a lot, but Russ was three for eleven for fifteen yards in the in, in the second half and in overtime combined. This offense had nothing, and again, it's their defense keeping them in the game. the The Broncos have the eighth ranked defense, and they went in overtime. I just did not like the decision. How um, it with fourth and one in overtime, you don't go for it and you punt the ball. That was really weird to me. At that point, you got to try to win. And my other, my other point is uh, Justin Herbert, subpar, another subpar game. It's a, reoc uh, it's a reoccurring trend how any mediocre team, he's having problems beating. Uh, he beat the Browns by two. He beat the, uh, the Broncos by three. He beat uh, the Texans by ten. Yeah, but I mean, then he lost to the Jaguars. 
in prime time. I was Hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. He lost to the Chiefs. Well, uh, I that, mean, the guy can't get it done. He like, in his he defense, did not throw a single passing touchdown all game. He threw a pick. If it wasn't for Eckler, he seriously. I mean, Joshua Palmer. Listen, this this really should have been a game that the Broncos should have won. They got cheated. I mean, and once again, it's just the result of their offense just not being able to pack up any points. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely a disappointing loss for the Broncos. Uh, Russell Wilson now injured. Uh, he's questionable for next week. I mean, it's disappointing to say. I mean, yeah. the Chargers, I don't think they're living up to what they should be. Yeah. No, Justin Herbert. Um, I mean, on paper, you have this stacked team with Herbert. Eckler. Eckler. Keenan Allen, Joshua Palmer, uh, Khalil Mack. They got I mean, yeah, the Mack, Bosa, Samuel, and Derwin James. And, like, this team is struggling beating teams. They yeah. are, like, this team okay. does not look legit to me whatsoever. And I think it starts with their leader, Justin Herbert, I mean. Okay. This is just like I can't get it through my head, man. You don't throw a touchdown against the Broncos. Okay. You played five quarters. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, the Broncos—they have a pretty good defense. I mean, yeah, but you play five. That's the truth. Yeah, five Dude, quarters without you their offense. Is if you want to solidify yourself as a top QB in the game, you have to be able to score against every team. Yeah. And uh, the great Russell Wilson is old. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Winning by three points with this good of an offense. Top 10 QB. Okay, I agree with you that the Broncos got sort of got cheated. What I don't agree with you is the fact in his in Herbert's defense against the Jaguars, I'm pretty sure he was still injured with the ribs against the Chiefs. And he decided to play because he didn't probably didn't even want his backup to substitute, and they got blown out by the Jaguars. But I feel like um, Herbert was wasn't like was still like what's the word? He was yeah he was just mediocre. Uh, this mm. Thursday night football game we have. Anyone know what it is? It is the Saints and the Cardinals. Saints and Cardinals. That's oh, movie. Lord. Oh, my God. That's, that's uh, they, be off. they don't have D-Hop, right? Or do they do have D-Hop now? Um, 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 so, <laughs> who do we have for Thursday Night Football between the Cardinals and the Saints? Usually I say my prediction first. I am holding on a 3-0 Thursday Night record, though. So, um, <clears throat> I have to make sure I choose wisely. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Saints, ladies and gentlemen. Um, they haven't looked bad. Taysom Hill, we all know what he can be. Kyler Murray is struggling. But if the Cardinals acquire Robbie Anderson, it's going to be Kate. Mr. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to be on this podcast. The one person that we're missing, too, is my guy Michael Thomas. He's upset right now that he returned. He has a toe issue. He's making my fantasy tank right now. <laughs> I'm having a big issue with that. Okay. But Robbie Anderson could be some big news for Arizona. Yeah, okay. he really can. I'm going to try this. I'm honestly just going to like, I'm going with my gut here. I'm going with the Cardinals. Hmm. All right. That's a bold prediction. I'm going to go with the uh, the Saints. Yeah. I'll go with the Saints too. I think they, they have a much more well-rounded team than the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think Kyle Murray's going to have a big game. I think he's going to improve from what he did. Last couple weeks. The card update this weekend. Uh, 
Do we want to do Monday night too? I think. Oh, Monday night. What does it? What is that? That's Bears Patriots. I think we already know who's winning that one. Is it actually? It's not. It's Bears. Yeah, I think it's Patriots. It is Bears. Patriots. Oh, what a perfect special guest we have because you you have the Buccaneers Panthers, you have the Browns Ravens, you have the Falcons Bengals, Lions Cowboys, Giants Jaguars, Commanders Packers. That'll be funny if the Packers lose to the com- Commanders. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Ruvalo would definitely be crying. Are the Jets? On uh, the, week? <laughs> no. the Jets? No, they won. Honest? No, next week. No, next, no, 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 they, they played the Broncos. Broncos. Okay, that, honestly, the Jets are on a hot streak right now, so yeah. I'm going, I don't know I'm what, what Kool-Aid they're drinking I'm right now, but it's almost like I got that Michael Jordan water from uh, Space Jam. And back, 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 back. They look like a really good team. I don't know yeah. what happened. I, you know, if we're going off game of the week, I'm going to say the Jets and the Broncos. That yeah. sounds like a good game. That I mean, has to be a Maybe a time. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe my, my statements about Russell Wilson has been wrong this whole time. Maybe he'll put on a good performance. I doubt it, but... You know, the Jets, again, the Jets hot streak. They've been doing great. I think the Jets are going to pull away this week. Okay. They're up and coming. Now, I, I, I have two choices for the game of the week. I either have the Browns-Ravens, and I think the Ravens are going to do what they did all year and just choke away a dang lead like they did against the Bills and the Dolphins and, I guess, what was it, the... Giants. The Giants. The Giants. <laughs> They're going to choke away a lead. They're, they're turning into, like, the old Falcons. I know, but it's either that one or maybe the maybe the Chiefs and Niners game. I was gonna say uh, Chiefs and Niners could be a good game. It's gonna Super Bowl Fifty Four. Yeah. So Thursday night have New Orleans. Monday night I have New England, of course. Yeah. That Bill Belichick and sophomore and rookie quarterbacks is not a good combination. Uh, and Justin Fields can't pass on the commander, so it's going to be worse. They're averaging 18 passes a game, dude. That's yeah, literally what's dude. going on with the dang Bears. Yeah, yeah and that, that's going to be my game of the week, obviously. <laughs> Patriots and Bears. That's, that should be the game of everyone's week. So. <laughs> yeah. my, listen, my team is a, is a bye week, so I... I could care less who wins this game uh, this week. Can, can, I, can I ask a quick question? I, I, actually, it's an opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think. But, you know, we all saw the Baltimore game. Oh, is Lamar oh Jackson just overrated? Yes. 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 I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Okay, I just I've want... been saying this for years. Okay. He is utterly overrated. Yeah, he yeah I think he's overrated. Scramble for 100 yards and throw it to one guy. I, yeah, okay. I'm not, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of a young Cam Newton. What do you think about that one? Because if you think about it, I was a big believer of Cam. Late career, Cam. Yeah, but Cam. Because they're going off of what he's done. What about like RG three? What about like RG three? Oh yeah, RG three. Because RG three had nothing of a passing game, and that's what more of Lamar is. Lamar has no passing game. Okay, run by Cam. No, no, but Cam. Cam has an arm though. Lamar. How many interceptions did he throw against? The Giants. <laughs> like two? Like one or well, two. No, well, it was one one solidified. It was one solidified, I'm oh. pretty sure. Now, okay, now but he go- had two fumbles. I gotta ask, though, what is the top three? Like, if I was to go for top three, 
even though I'm not going to be biased to say Mahomes is number one, because looking at how it's going, I honestly have Josh Allen actually in number one. Oh, the best quarterbacks? I, yeah, number two, I probably, it, I, I'm in the 50-50 between... It's Allen, Ooh. Mahomes, Burrow. It's Mahomes, Mahomes and Burrow. Mahomes, Burrow. Allen, Rush Mahomes, Burrow. Top five. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think Mahomes is number two. Allen, Mahomes, Burrow. If you asked me this question at the beginning of the year, I would probably said Herbert would be that number two. No, but... no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Herbert is overrated. He's another one who is overrated. <laughs> yeah, if we're going on our uh, top three, I mean, in no real order, oh, uh, God. I can't really decide, but I'd have to say, you know, Ryan Hoyer, Bailey Zappi, and Mac Jones. Oh We're going to the Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> okay, I think we I gotta go. I think we covered every single All thing. Right. Uh, I think well, we covered that is, uh, that's week it for week six, six of the uh, Salesian Sports Broadcasting. We'll be here next Tuesday to talk about uh, week seven and uh, all the aspirations. And hopefully I can keep my streak alive. Tune in next Tuesday.